Every time bust, we come into a stadium, bust. it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We're coming here to fight every week. Let's go, bus. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who not? You who not? We're back in on a Monday edition of the program. 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. Get involved with the show. We want to hear from you guys. Join the conversation. Uh, Rockies, man. You know, just kind of like that. You all good feels. They're, what, 16-2. and two. And, you know, there was a little bit of a, I don't know, a turning point, a fork in the road. Had the Royals, who are kind of a poop team here in town, needed uh, to win that series, if not sweep these Royals, to get kind of back into position to hang around and be able to compete in this wicked uh, NL West. And, you know, just like that, they lose a close one yesterday. Uh, let the Royals come into town and take a series. That's, you know, basically a must win. When you're playing a, 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 a team like Kansas City at Coorsfield, those are must win series. So it's, you know, you can't just sweep teams. It's hard to do. And then, you know, this Rocket seems not good enough to do that kind of stuff. But you got to find a way to be on the other side of eight to seven. And not in the, uh, you know, the losing end. So, well, I mean, in that situation, you know, they were already down so much. They were getting killed out there. It was six to zero. And then they have that miraculous seventh inning. And then, you know, you would think you would think that would demoralize the Royals a little bit. I know. I know. But like, it's just one big inning for a team. The Blue Jays do that two or three times a game. You know, real teams are having big innings three or four times a, a, a game. You know, it's like the best inning the Rockies have had all season long, to be honest with you. And, and probably like uh, last five seasons. Yeah, you know, at least this season. And probably the last as, five seasons. Yeah. Seven so, runs in one inning. I don't think I remember the last time the Rockies. Well, I'm sure that. they had to have done it last year two or three times at least, you know. but Yeah, right. <laughs> seven runs? Yeah, you don't think so? No, I doubt Anello, it. Ask Anello. He, they, the Rockies scored seven runs in an inning at some point last year. Don't you think, Anello? You can't hear me? Uh, he's, he's a little busy. But. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Um I guess we'll never know. What else? Ask me something. Avalanche Blues tonight. I, th- oh, I think it's tonight. Um how many games does this series go and who wins it? Do the Avs finally get past the second round? Yeah. They do. I think they win this series in five games. Why wouldn't I? They play tomorrow night. Uh yeah, I think the I think the Avs take care of business. You have to be all on board right now. There's no second guessing. We'll tear this thing apart and rip it down if they lose. But they're the they showed that they're the best team in the NHL with the sweep of the Panthers. A team who, I don't know, people might have thought just like the Blues. They're going to give the Avs some fits. The, the that team's going to give the Avs some trouble. I don't think so. I think they're on another level. You know, obviously, guys like Ryan O'Reilly and Tarasenko are going to give you some some issues. But you're a Tarasenko. Uh, hey, that's that's blasphemous, right Sorry. there. Uh, no, um, you know, I think that they they can handle the St. Louis Blues. They did last year. The Blues, I don't really think, did too much to improve themselves from last year. Yeah, they're a little bit better, but I think the Avs can get another sweep. That'd be badass, Jake. That would be badass. We got Chuck Nasty. Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy. We haven't heard from him in a week. 
singer-songwriter. It's Chuck Nasty. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Chuck. What's up? Where'd you go? Oh, I just had a little vacay, you know, just a little steak, a little staycation. <laughs> I understand. No, I'm glad for you. Vacations are good. Everybody needs them. Yeah. But you just left, stayed in Denver. I did. Stay in the state Well, that's still fun. Yeah. Well, I'm glad for you. Thanks, buddy. Hey, that was an exciting day yesterday. Five game sevens. And uh, they all came up the different way I thought. <laughs> And I thought Milwaukee, and I thought Phoenix. Uh-huh. I guess everybody else did, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with but, you. So the, the gambling syndicates cash, could, but the betters didn't do too good. Is that the way it works? Um, yeah, sure. Isn't that always yeah. the way it works a little bit? Yeah. Kinda? Anyway, uh, it was a good sports day, but I, really, I like USFL. I watched a little of that. And uh, they're doing it. They're pretty good. They got a lot of ex-NFL players. And they don't have a bunch of stupid rules. And it's just like real football. And they're, they're pretty good, actually. Uh, I don't know if they beat Alabama, but they're, it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm, and, it's better, mm-hmm. and it's better than baseball. Okay. And, and, uh, Interesting. What isn't? Everything is better. Yeah, what isn't? I mean, it's like... Paint drying is way more exciting, mm-hmm. and, and and especially since the Cubs are such losers, uh, they won the World Series six seven years ago, was it already? Yeah, it's already been about ah, five or six. I figured seven that years. team was packed, and they're going to win four or five more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what do I know? You know, I just am ready for the NFL to start, and uh, I'm just. Chilling out, I'm just relaxing because we're going to have a really good time this year. Well, Chuck, it's good to hear from you. I'm glad to hear from you. Hey, man, I'm glad you get to go on vacation. Send Jake on vacation now. Yeah, I know he needs one. You know, yeah, he'll be having one here. Pretty What's quick. a vacation? See, he doesn't. He just all he knows is hard work and determination. Yeah, well, when you have kids, you understand. That's a lot of that. He's got the heart of a lion, you know. Oh, we knew that. He's got the heart of like a. Uh, tiger lion combo. Uh, we'll call it a liger. Well, he's almost made us forget Kyle and Josh out. Uh, Josh Dover. That's right. Listen, Jake Meyer made Kyle Berry's radio career what it is today. Out of business. Out of business. Hey, I hear him on the J- on the Dan Jacob show once in a while. Nah, he don't do that anymore. He don't do that no more. Ned's. Well, maybe he's in another city. Nah, no, he's just too emotional for radio. Ah, you know, he can't be emotional. No, not at all. You got to use your, you got to use your chutzpah on that. That's right. Well, Chuck, it was great to hear from you, buddy. Hey, man, I'm glad Bless your heart. back, and I, I wasn't sure because sometimes you go away for months and months. That's true. We've done that before as well. Yeah, so I didn't know. No, I know. Well, I'm, you know, now don't. I know. Yep. Hey, and tell that Gerald to knock it off. I know it. He he got married and he never called for like a year and a half. Well, he's a little, you know, a little off. That's just the way God made him, though. Oh, I got you. All right, Chuck. Uh, bye. Hey, bye. Bye. Heck of a guy, that Chuck. The Charles Gross. Okay. Uh, where were we? Avs. Okay. 
so Kale McCarr right now to me is the Avs MVP. He's got you know the ten points. You know he which is the most by any defenseman in the, I think the opening round or like in, in a four game stretch ever by a defenseman. If he doesn't win the Norris Trophy, I will be shocked. Mm. Yeah, uh, that'd be. I... <laughs> People talk about Kale McCarr as a transcendent, um, you know, one for the ages like defenseman. Okay, L- you know, uh, Bork like a young Bork like a you know type of player. So, you know, man, if that comes to fruition, that'd be incredible because. You know, we've had a long line of really incredible. Rob Blake was a incredible footer. Come on, footer, right? Those are two kind of all timers. So is Kale McCarr in the you know in the mold in the uh, of those of those guys. So he is no doubt about in in that same ilk of those type of players, if not even better. Oh. Um, oh. You know, he's still got a lateral jump jumping ability of uh, Lashawn McCoy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> The uh, the the skate work is what really stands out to you know everybody when you're looking at yeah uh, he looks Kale like a, just a kid though that's what I love about him dude he looks like a kid but do you know what I don't want this to go to one of these other guys because he might win a lot of you know future ones he's the best he's the best so who are the do you, do you think you know any of the other candidates for the um, there was one guy who was on the Predators Yossi um, Yossi uh, yep. Right, Yossi, and then there's one more. Um, Headman, Headman, from Tampa Bay. Oh, oh, take that for data. I'd have to, you know, take another look. I think those are the three finalists at the stats to to like really see who see who stands out. Well, they have you know the best defenseman on the best team. You know what's it's not too shabby. Whose stats you looking up? Headman. Okay, I'll look up Yossi. Let's see here. Okay, this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. I like what you did here. Okay, let's see here. All right, Hedman in this season, 20 goals, 65 assists, 85 points, and a 26 plus minus. Yossi, 23 goals, 73 assists, 96 total points, a plus minus of 13. Mm, so Hedman is definitely better in my, uh, than um, yes. Yossi. But Let's take if you a look, look at, at McCarr. Oh. 28 goals. Oh, yeah. 58 assists. Oh. 86 points. Oh. And a plus minus of 48. Let's go. So how many goals? 28? 28 goals. Damn. If he'd have got to 30, this thing would have been over with. But 28's a lot for a defenseman. For plus, any player. Plus the 58 assists, that's pretty incredible stuff. I think he wins now, now that we've broken down every facet of this candidacy. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, he has eight more goals than Hedman, but he ha- he has seven it, Where did Tampa assists. Bay finish? Were they one of, you know, they were their top three seed? Let me take a peek here. Tampa Bay had 51 wins, third in the NHL Atlantic Division. Ooh, just enough. That's right. I see. I'm looking at it. 
But they were the, let me see here. Hold on here, everybody. Just hold your horses here. They were actually the, they're the fourth or the fifth seed. Fourth or the fifth seed. So, you know, they're looking up at the Maple Leaves, the Panthers, the Hurricanes, and had the same amount of points as the Rangers at the end of the season. So, you know, the Avs are the best seed in the West, the top seed in the Western Conference by a big gap, by a nice little, you know, six-point gap to the next closest competitor. You feels me? Yeah. The season that the Avs had was remarkable. The season Kale McCarr had was, you know, just in the same – in the same metric, you know, they're, it was amazing. So who else is left with these NHL playoffs? Rangers just beat the Penguins. Yep. Rangers eliminated the Penguins. The Panthers are still. So still the Rangers and the Hurricanes will play on Wednesday night. The Flames survived. Wait, wait. Yeah, they beat Dallas. Yeah, they beat Dallas, and now they are hosting Edmonton, right? Uh, Edmonton? Yeah. Okay. Is that right? And then uh, Blues, Avs, and Lightning Panthers. Right? Yeah. That's what I said. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. We got so much stuff to talk about. We'll find a way to get as much as we can in in three final segments worth of Monday's show. 303-831-1340. Text at us. Give us a jingle. Smiley Sports. Uh, you ugliest. You out of pocket. Huh. Two ATMs. You step in the what? You out of pocket. Who you think they talk about? Talk about us. You Shoo. out of pocket. Who you think they carry up? Carry up us. The word in the panic. The women. Back in. Monday edition of the program. 303-831-1340 is the hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. So join the conversation. Jake's uh, setting somebody up right now. I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, he's a hard worker, though. He's a hard charger. Um, let's see here. Why don't the film the um the Phil Nicholson stuff? I was just reading a little piece on Phil. His his demise. He's the he's the reigning PGA champion. And will not participate in this year's PGA Championship. I mean, I don't know what is going on with this guy. What do you think is going on with Phil? I think he's just going to take a step back, kind of wait for every all the headlines, all the news about him to kind of die down a little bit. Is that smart? Because there is something to you go away, and it feels like a little bit of one of these like self-imposed, like, you know, when a college football team knows they did some gnarly, you know, illegal stuff and they say, oh, we're doing a self-imposed no ban. We're, we won't go to any bowl games for this year and next year because they know they're going to stink anyways. That's and exactly just trying- what it is. Is that what it feels like? That's exactly what it is. It's a self-imposed punishment to where he's trying to save face. And not just save face, but like once I'm gone, you'll miss me when I'm gone a little bit when I come back. But right. if I never left, I'm just going to continue to kind of be drugged through the mud and they won't have an opportunity to kind of appreciate me and miss me, you know? Yeah, so I think it's a calculated decision. I think it is too. But what I can't get my head around is I don't know how many more opportunities Phil Mickelson thinks he's going to have to compete to win a major championships. That's why Tiger's after almost, you know, maybe not only losing his leg, but maybe his life 
in a, a, a the gnarliest of car accidents, um, is back trying to win the Masters because he knows how like special and sacred and rare the opportunity is to go out there and win a um, a major championship. You know, Phil just won one one last year, so there's I've got to be a notion and a thought that he can win another couple more you know, throughout the rest of his career. So to be able to give all of that up, I, I'm hearing so much crazy stuff about Phil. Like he's such a jerk and the gambling stuff. And, you know, he's, you know, saying stuff at the Saudis that, you know, people might think they just, you can't say it out loud. And, it was a pretty incredible fall from grace, man, because he was, you know, he's kind of the people's champ. Phil had a lot, you know, Tiger, if you're a Tiger, you're either a Tiger guy or a Phil guy. And Phil was kind of the people's champ, and now he's just kind of the people's chump. Oh. What? Let's go out to the hotline. Get our guy. I haven't heard from him for a minute, but I'm glad he's back. It's the one, and it's the only. It's Ray Ray. What's up, Danny and Jake and all the callers worldwide? Shout out to Chuck Nasty. Thanks for calling. Got to hear you guys. Glad you guys are back on. You need to stay keeping uh, focus going of the radio station. This is what I preach on. And, hey, we need to be on a positive note on my apple cider vinegar, my Jimmy John's, and my uh, tamale kitchen. And, uh, hey, uh, let's uh, talk about these athletes worldwide. We need to change things. Like Kurt Brown would say, or Joe Williams, or Terry Smith, I'm going to keep their spirits going and the legends going. This is what my new year of NWO style is going to be of those guys. Keep the sports stations talking about, you know, uh, keeping our athletes going. We have issues in WWE right now, but, hey, I'm going to still keep rocking no matter what. There's different organizations. Vince wants to fire everybody. Go ahead, Vince, fire everybody. But we're still legends, and we're going to still keep going. And, hey, uh, Avalanche is going to kick butt. They're going to take the Stanley Cup. And the NFL, I'm looking forward to it. And the Notre Dame Fighters and the College League coming up. What do you got to say, Danny or Jake? Let's go. Uh, I'm feeling you. I like it. What you have to say? Uh, I like your little homage to Larry Smith, Irv Brown, the you know two goats, uh, Mount Rushmore-like figures in this game uh, that we play. Jake and I play every single day. Got to stay sharp. Um, My life sports. You said you're gonna try to keep pushing. They just acquired Colorado Preps, which is a pretty big deal. Um, the website is smashing every other website in the entire region, crushes every other website, the fans, the DNVRs, all the mile high sports, uh, is a monster. And then, you know, we, even with our little old signal, they got probably the greatest guy in Denver radio doing radio right now. Uh, and he he sounds just the way that I sound. Oh, it's me. Look at me. (laughs) Look at us. Hey, look at us. That's cool, man. And shout out to all the hardworking moms that keep their children going and their families. And hey, check it, check my new uh, thing. I'm going to come out with a uh, new Slim Jim, a Macho Man Randy Savage. Keep his spirits going. God bless you, John Mike. Macho Man Randy Savage. Can you dig it? Bye. Oh, yeah, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes! Whoa! You ain't going nowhere. Finally, <laughs> Come back! It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Ooh. A little WWE. Good uh, one. Little I like that right little montage. Did you find all that? That was good. Okay. Um. What do we do now? Drew Brees. Oh Wanna yeah. Break. Let's do a little Drew Brees. Tiny Drew Brees here. 
Yes or no on three, does Drew Brees play football for an NFL team in the 2022 season? On three, one, two, three, no. yes. Let's try that one more time. All right. One, two, three, no. yes. Oops. Why does he not? I just think those broken ribs have a lasting memory. and I They just... did that season. That's why he wanted to retire and didn't want to have his ribs broken anymore. And but after you're away from the game a little bit and your body hasn't felt as good as you felt in years, you start to do all that. That's what the old busted guys say when you're starting to get washed. Are you, it's when you know, like DeAndre Hopkins, when you know you can see it and feel it because everything in your life has been calculated and measured. You can't do some of the things that you previously did. You start to say, oh, yeah, I'm older and wiser. I'm as good as I feel as good as I've ever felt. I feel as good as I've ever felt. Right when you hear that kind of stuff, you know the guy is just the first, he's lost a step. That's when, again, you know, not every guy doesn't mean he can't play anymore, but that's when you've lost a step. So, uh, yeah, Drew Brees is an old man, but he's, he's 30. He was an old man a year, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. He's not playing. If I'm the Saints, I'd do whatever it takes to get Drew Brees to come. Just get one. It's like an old fighter, man. You know what I mean? You right. always, it just takes one punch, and you're an all-time great. So you always think, you know, one punch, I can find a way to me win this championship. Still get back and win that, you know, win that belt. No. And no, it isn't probable in most cases. But what did old ass George Foreman do? Knocked Michael Moore right freaking out cold. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I mean, again, that's a once in a lifetime. You know, it's it's that's those kind of things. No, I can't say they don't happen. They rarely happen. I'll, I'll, the Saints have no better plan than I'll, to go with Breeze, bro. I'll make my decision with this. The quote from Drew Brees. He says, the this is his tweet. Despite speculation from media about my future this fall. My future. Sorry. I'm currently undecided. I may work for NBC. I may play football again. I may focus on business and philanthropy. I may train for the pickleball tour, senior golf tour, coach my kids, or all of the above. I'll let you know. That tells me he's got a lot going on. He's trying to just cool the rumors, but these things are nah. get stirred up somewhere. He's got a lot. These, listen, where there's smoke, there's fire. Usually. Usually, but I, I really don't think. You Drew think Brees they have a better option back. the Saints? No, they so don't. He, you think he should? I think Drew Brees think has a better option. should come back? No. TV will always be there for Drew Brees. TV ain't going anywhere, bro. TV will always be there. Your NFL career is, you know, drifting away like the sand in the hourglass. He's got his kids. He could coach his kids. He could do TV. He's got pickleball. He's got golf. He's got plenty of other stuff he could do. He's got his family. Plenty of things to to fill the void of playing football. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the text line. We would like to hear from you guys with a couple segments left worth the show. We got about five segments worth of stuff to get into two segments. We're gonna pack it in. And we're gonna finish strong here. And stuff. Are you strong? They said I'm strong if you strong. I miss Ray Ray. Back on the other side of my sports. Hush, I sold them basements out. Let's do it. The ones that hate me the most look just like me. Dang, Luca, man. He was so good. He's been incredible. I mean, he dominated that game. 
in the first half to start. Every board, every bucket came out just absolutely on fire. It was a very, very, very special and incredible performance by Luca. Because again, I think he's just, he is so special and so unique. He is just like Chris Paul and, and Jokic in a sense of how much better they make their teammates. How much better this guy makes, he, he you know, makes average guys do extraordinary things. Spencer Dinwiddie is just that guy, man. Porzingis was a bust when he was there, and he still made him look like they're waiting, waiting, waiting for him to be like a player. Man, Luka, Luka just gave him wide-open looks, and he's a seven-footer. I mean, the Jalen Brunson, he's a nobody, just a little dude, you know? He's just a little, he's a, he's a little scrapper, but, you know, um, they don't, you know, um, Powell, Dwight Powell, is that his name? Yeah. He's a bum. You know, yeah. uh, Finney Smith, he's Maxi just a Kleba. guy. Um, Kleba. Reggie Bullock, these guys are bums. That's how great Luca is. That's how special this guy is. And if you're willing to buy in around your superstar and do whatever it takes around him and know that, you know, he's going to, I'll, I'll be going to eat a little bit, but ain't, you know, this is his show. He is the maestro. He is, the, you know, he's, he's orchestrating everything. And I'm just going to be a part of it. If you could live with that, then, you know, I think good things can happen for you. you. I really think a big part of their success is also Jason Kidd. You know, he's jumping up and down when they're on the defensive possession. He's telling them left and right what they got to be doing, barking out. Or he didn't sit down for the entire game seven. He was standing up and hyped the entire time. Um, Jason Kidd is huge for this team. Not only that, what I loved about it, and you came in here and you said that on the break, I said he was dropping up and down the running up and down the floor because he's a former point guard. It's like he's still a player. It's an extension, you know, kind of like he, the team is a little bit of an extension of him. The things he says I love, you know, he said, um, damn, on the break, he went, he said, uh, keep being aggressive, get those rebounds and go down and explore. Let's get down the court and explore, he said. Damn, I loved that. I loved that. Let's go down. Let's not go down and get in sets. Let's not go get down and get in our spots. Let's go down and explore. Woo. Wow. Freaking love I've that. I've never heard that from any coach before. Well, explore? aren't you lucky you have me to bring it to you? Okay. Um. Yeah, explore. Didn't you love that? I did. It's badass, right? That is badass. So check this out. Do not forget. Please do not forget that Jason Kidd was the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks during the Giannis come up, the Middleton come up. The head coach? The head coach. The head coach? The head coach. The head coach. Uh, Siri, where was Jason Kidd the head coach at before Dallas? Jason oh. Kidd coaches the Mavericks. Oh, thanks for nothing. He he had coached the Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. 2013 to 14. Mm-hmm. The Bucks 2014 to 2018. <laughs> assistant coach with the Lakers 2019-21. And then now the Mavericks. Uh, like India, there was a little bit of a conflict of interest type of stuff there. I don't know if you wanted a little more say-so what it was in Milwaukee. He laid the groundwork down in Milwaukee. Do not get it twisted up here. He was, you know, he was there for the come up of Giannis and Middleton. Okay. That was he was there as as early as three seasons ago. Okay. 
So it seems like now the Bucks have been perennial. So he helped create Giannis. Don't not forget about that. Any of that kind of stuff. Jason Kidd now has a very, very incredible head coaching body of work at this point, especially with maybe the underrated he st- stuff he did on Vogel's bench for the Lakers. You know, winning, he absolutely helped win uh NBA championship there. That's good stuff. Wow. Right? Jason Kidd is incredible. Special. Oh, he is very special. He's one of the greatest point guards of all time with like who couldn't really shoot, you know, it wasn't about shooting. It wasn't about explosion. Jake, it was never about him putting the ball down on the floor and going to the rim with finishes. It was about exploring. It was about exploring. Wow. Damn, he goes, keep working hard. Get on the class and let's get down the floor and explore. I was like, oh, 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 oh. I loved it. Like sh- glad I wasn't wearing sweatpants. For real, to poke somebody's eye out if it was, you know, just like that is why I want my coach to be like. We got a bunch of texts to get okay. to. We got one from F. Lewis. He asks, are we good with Walmart Broncos? Walton just bought $22 million worth of houses in Cherry Hills. What kind of Broncos gear will we see at Walmart and across the nation? Um, they already got some pretty decent gear there, actually. If you go to Walmart, you can find some. They got this cool Jokic shirt. It's Right now, it just got Jokic on it. I should have bought it. I don't know what I was doing. I was in a hurry the other day. It's just Jokic, a picture of him on it. And it's probably like a $20 Walmart shirt, but it's a badass shirt. It is badass. Yeah. Um, you need any gear for Broncos, or are you good? I mean. You're not a gear rocker, but because the season's going to be very special and the, the future is going to be very special, you, what, what can I get you into a youth medium in? I'll take uh, maybe like some Javante stuff or maybe, I don't know. What about like any kind of like uh, hoodie, pullover, t-shirt, long sleeve, anything like that? I would say that if you anything, would have a polo shirt. If anything, it would probably be like a pullover. Pullover. If anything. Okay. Uh, but we got another text from F. Lewis. Yeah, he says, breeze to Miami Ooh. with their weapons and takes over for Tua after a few games. Uh, I'm sure two would want to be traded to the Saints if that would happen to be the case. But yeah, man, that'd be great. That's I mean, again, the Miami has been trying to do everything. They, I mean, from Tom Brady giving him a piece of the ownership to uh, the Deshaun Watson stuff. Miami has been in it to win it, and again, you know, it's with Dan Marino. You know what I mean? What has that team been since Dan Marino? But then even Dan Marino is kind of one of the overrated great quarterbacks of all time, you know? Um, interesting. And we also got another text from uh, Alo. He says, uh, someone get JJ a coffee. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. He also says JJ is Slater, not um, preppy. Oh, he's Slater? He's yeah, Slater. okay, okay. Yeah, he's right, because Slater was the great athlete. Right. And uh, Chris Paul is the NBA's Jim Kelly. Ooh. Not a bad comp. Jim Kelly's friend of the show. Love Jim Kelly. I'm pretty sure. So this is the mystery texter, right? Uh-oh. He says, Jason Kidd, a.k.a. Dora the Explorer. Your mama's so fat, Dora couldn't explore her. <laughs> <laughs> That's NDC Danny. Uh, I guarantee you. No, I it's thought it was Gersh. Danny. No, we established that Gersh texted in saying that was not him. Oh yeah. The, I guess we'll never know. Final answer. We have to. We have I to, need more have to information. 
on it. Was there any other previous? Oh, there's tons of texts. Okay, so he says, good morning, snowflakes. Danny may have cracked the code. And then he says, Lamar Donuts, because that is how many hits he has. I can hate my stepdad to this. Okay. (laughs) That was that Fafa, probably. Yeah. Uh, And then he says, do you know why JJ is so cool? His dad. What's cooler than cool? Ice Ice cold. cold. All right, all right, all right, all right. right. It's NDC Danny. You think? There's no doubt about it. I mean, with that mama joke. Damn, he does slay with the mama jokes. He's a trained killer, that new school Danny. All right, let's go to break. One final segment, come back. If you want to join the conversation, do so. We got some more text. We'll try to get in. Uh, I think the Celtics beat the Mavericks in the NBA championship, Jake, and I wanted to. I thought you would feel the same. I'm a little a taken back, actually, because I thought you were going to be all over that right there on board. And uh, I just think Boston is, again, Boston's got to get through Miami. Uh, which will happen in six games. And I think that that Mavericks and Warriors series is going to be a spectacular six to seven game series that's going to have everything. And it could be one for the ages a little bit. And it could be a passing of the torch of, you know, the superstardom of, uh, you know, Steph to, to Luca. I think a little bit of passing of the torch uh, will we'll, we'll play out here in the Western Conference Finals. So... Um, well, I got some Russell Wilson stuff. Got some Broncos stuff. Got some NFL stuff. We'll do it on the other side. It's my life sports. They only respect when you talking your shit. Yeah, Spider Man and Freezing full effect. Uh-huh. You ready, Jay? I'm ready. You ready, Jay? I'm ready, Snake. Are you? Oh yeah, take it down. Girl, I must warn you. Final segment of the show. 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the text line. Got about uh, less than 10 minutes left, but there's plenty of time to get in. Uh, if you'd like to do so, we have a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about. Uh, I thought Luca was the star of the show uh, today. His effort last night was nothing short of incredible. And I think um, superstardom just happened for him. Super duper stardom in the, you know, when the one name level of Giannis type of superstardom and LeBron and KD type of stuff. He's there. He's arrived. Do you think Jason Tatum is there as well? Um, Not as best player in the world type stuff, but. Uh, maybe like right I, below I that. think if he wins it all, then he be, he jumps into that stratosphere. And the crazy thing about Jason Tatum is he's 23 years old. And an even crazier thing is the Celtics had the number one overall pick. They trade down to three. Okay? Are you with me? The 76ers draft Markel Fultz, and they draft Jason Tatum at number three overall. That's the greatest hoodwink in the history of the NBA draft. Okay? To get the guy you wanted at three, plus whatever else you you know uh, obtain to move two spots down to get the best player in that draft. So um, I think Jason Tatum is the next great star as well. I think he's going to be Luka-like. I think he's maybe going to be Durant-like. I think that'd probably be a, a pretty good comp. I mean, Luka-like in the level of stardom, but Durant-like in the level of the uh, the way that and the style uh, that the guy in which he plays. Unguardable. 
Um, and then, you know, can the guy win? Kevin Durant's always kind of won at a very high level, except for this year, but that team was kind of a mess this season. So um, I think we'll get two of the best young superstars in the NBA, in the NBA Finals, when the Celtics advance to beat um, you know, the Mavericks in the finals. Again, we got to get through. I like, I like Miami. Jimmy Butler's going to be a hell of, of a player in, in this series, but younger and better and like more, you know, younger in good ways. Okay. Are the Celtics not young, like too young, younger, like more prime, more hungry, more ready than washed. Kyle Lowry, then Jimmy Butler, who's an old man, then Oladipo, who I don't know how much he can give you in the series. You know, Adebayo is a nice player, and Harrow is great off the bench. But the Celtics defense is far and away the best unit left in the in the series. And I mean the best unit of all the team's offenses and all the team's defenses. The best unit out there is... The Celtics defense. That's what's gotten them to this point here. Miami has a better defense. No, statistically not the case. they do. They, I'm telling statistically, you, we will see in this series when if, if, if what what is the truth. Statistically, the Miami Heat have the number one defense in the NBA. It's been that all season long, and for the majority of the playoffs. And Bam Adebayo is going from having to be playing, uh, being defended by no, Joel Embiid to now Jalen Brown, uh, Grant listen, Williams, Jalen Brown, elite defender, Grant Williams, elite defender who shut down Kevin Durant, um, uh, Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year. Did I mention Jalen Brown? Yes, I did. One more guy I was thinking of. Somebody help me, please. Uh, Robert Williams. Right, yeah, he's not playing this league. Oh, Al Horford. Well, I was thinking of it was a very good uh, defender. W- quietly one of the better two-way players still in the league. Still in this entire league is Al, For- Al Horford. That's why they re-added him to that team, and that's why um, they are where they're at right now. It's going to be a great series. Regardless, I think it's going to go another seven games for both of them. Um and I could. I can't see, believe you think Miami wins this series. You're a Celtics guy, almost. I'm shocked. Oh, uh, I'm not a Celtics. I'm guy. shocked right now. I just because I predicted the Celtics were going to win last series does not mean I get the NFL that <laughs> that I'm a Celtics guy by any means. I actually I get the really NFL. don't like the Celtics. I love Jason Tatum's game. I love Jalen Brown's game. And Marcus Smart is a pest, and he he does what he does really well at a very high level. And and there there's nothing about them that I don't like on their roster, but it's just the Celtics brand I'm not a big fan of. All right. Um, let's see here. It's a video here. I don't know who these on this list here, but it's the five. Let's see here. Five strongest arms in the NFL. Who are these guys? Josh Allen. Okay, let me get your list in here, then we'll figure out who it is. Go ahead. Josh Allen. Okay. Patrick Mahomes. Um, biggest arms. Who else has a really big... Joe Burrow? Okay. I don't know who's on the list. I'm, I'm looking here. It's a little video. I'm trying to just go through. Here. After that, I'll probably go with maybe Russ. I think Russ's got a big arm. Okay. Um. Lastly, on uh, round out the top five, we'll go with Trey Lance. Oh, interesting. Um. Okay. You left one guy off, and you'll say, oh, yeah, once we think of him. 
And let me see here who they have on this list here. They have Justin Herbert. That was the guy I thought you might have left oh. off. Matty Ice. Uh, he's kind of old. I mean, I think that's kind of going away. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. They have as well Mahomes. That boy. Next on this list, they have Josh Allen, rightfully so, right? They have him as the strongest arm in the NFL. I think, is yeah. that true? It's Josh it's Allen with the best arm, strongest arm in the NFL? The arm strength, I mean, he plays in Buffalo. Yeah. He has to go through that wind, and he also does it just so effortlessly. Okay. Herbert, really? I was I was kind of surprised at that because Trey Lance coming out of that draft. I just he's so unproven, but you're right. I think you know. But we're, we're just solely talking about the big arm. I guess so, but like no one's seen it yet to put him on a list with these other guys. You know, he, he might go win the pass punk and kick competition. But that's what we're talking about. I this guess is a so. big arm I guess, I guess challenge. So. If we're doing a just a throw off, Trey Lance will probably beat Justin Herbert. Yeah, I mean that's what a huge part of why he got drafted so high was because of just. The intangible, it's not any of the intangibles. No, it is. The, it's like the measurables. We, it's like when you and I won that big wiener competition. Yeah, it's just like the way God made us. Yeah. It's just what it is. You know, it's like nothing. There ain't no tricks to it. It's just the way. It is what it, it is. It is what it is. It totally is what it is. Uh, a couple minutes left. You saw the Packers are going to make Alexander Jair. Jair Alexander, you're your guy, right? Yeah. Jair, did I say his first name right? Jair Alexander. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, four year, eighty four million dollar extension. Signing bonus of thirty million bucks, twenty one million per year, is a new mark for a defensive back. This guy worth that kind of money? Absolutely, Jair Alexander is exactly what you want in a cornerback. Better than Denzel Ward and Jalen Ramsey? Uh, Jalen Ramsey maybe not, but Denzel Ward yes. Okay, because what the uh, what what Alexander has is a good mixture of length. Speed and physicality. He's got the perfect mix to where he can be very versatile. He could play. He could be effective in the run game, and he has the speed to cover the, the league's top receivers. And he has the length to make up for any size difference. So Jair Alexander is the prototype I would want at, at cornerback. All right. Does that help Green Bay get over the hump? No. Not they haven't really done anything. I mean, besides lost. The best receiver in the league, probably. Did you hear Aaron Rodgers wants uh, OBJ? Really? Yeah. Smart. Even after the torn ACL? Uh, again? OBJ's uh, an elite second receiver in this league. And he just got hurt in the Super Bowl. He is an elite second receiver who I'm sure now, after what happened in the Super Bowl, though, teams are thinking he could be a uh, wide receiver one again. Even after the injury. I don't believe that, no. But there's teams that do believe that. Uh, listen, he would have got a huge contract, Jake, if he didn't just shred that knee up. Absolutely. He'd he have got a banger. He'd have got like a big, like one, like a top 10 receiver contract. Um, that's the end of the show. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for being with us. Sorry I was gone. Uh, appreciate you guys big time. Love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See, you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. New watch alert.